0: Welcome to The SIFT Podcast, your number one podcast for business, finance, and psychology where great entrepreneurs come to learn and grow. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 39 on The SIFT Podcast. And I'm really, really excited because we are almost getting to episode 40, guys, 40 episodes on The SIFT Podcast. Now, um, on episode 39, there's something I really thought about sharing with you guys, something that, you know, I like sharing from my experience, the things I've learned, you know, sharing with you guys and enabling you guys to learn from me and me to learn from you guys, and that's what the SIFT community is all about. Now, for today's podcast episode, which is quite special, which is quite a topic that is not spoken of or spoken about or discussed on uh quite often and that is on family business and working in a family business kind of setting you know you'll hear a few mentions here and there but then you know you don't necessarily get to listen to the kind of things one gets to learn working in in, in a family business now i'm going to share with you guys my experience working in uh our family business and this is this goes back to 2014 back in November on November 7th now this is when I was done with my uh end of high school exam my end of high school national exam called the Kenya certificate of secondary education and I remember after being done you know you're all excited you're pumped you know after completing high school you feel like now it's time on to take on the world and have fun and, you know, spend time with friends, go to some crazy parties, and then after that, head on to uni and have the best time of your life, which is usually for, for most people the case, you know. But for my case, it was quite different. You know, I took a different path and um uh, Part of it was influenced by the kind of you know mentorship I got from my parents because now, after completing uh my end of here my end end of high school exam on November the seventh two thousand and fourteen on November the tenth or the tenth of November two thousand and fourteen, I already started working at our family business so basically I was working with my um with my my mom and my sister in the in the bookshop, pretty much, you know, selling books, attending to customers, doing some inventory here and there, making some deliveries and all that uh, to schools. And that was from November 10th. So basically, I never really had that, you know, free time to explore and in you know, party and have fun with friends. So basically, immediately I began working. So I was working every day from right around... Eight, eight in the morning up until five in the evening. And, you know, it's something that came from my parents because they were like, now, since you're done with high school, we are not giving you any form of allowance or pocket money. You have to get it on your own, mm, by yourself. Either you come and work with us, or you can, you can you also have the option of staying at home and hanging out with your friends but we're not giving you any money. So figure out yourself. So I thought, for, you know, for me, the best option was to get to work, at least, you know, earn some money here and there. And one of the lessons one of the lesson I learned pretty quickly when it came to working in a family business, one of the core values that my father instilled in me while working for the family business before I moved to, moved abroad to do my bachelor's was working to learn rather than working to earn. Now this all happened. Now I worked for one month, and basically I was I was on I was on his payroll system. And then we had end month where now we get our income. You know he pays his uh, employees. Me being one of them. I remember I received. I think it was around. Right around 2,500 Kenyan shillings, which is equal to around 20 euros. And I was was a bit surprised. I was like, dude, I've been coming here every single day from 8 to 5, from Mondays to Saturdays. But then I get like 2,500 or like 20 euros or like, uh, like 17 pounds for the whole month. You know, like some people earn that in an hour. Some people earn that in half an hour. Some people earn that in a day, but I earned that in a whole month, like 20 euros. And I asked my dad, like, Could, couldn't you, like, pay me a little bit more? Because, like, you know, 20 euros is not really uh, that much for the kind of effort of waking up early and uh, staying the whole day at work and working. And then my father asked me a very simple question, like, are you here to learn Or are you here to earn? Now, I brought you here so that you can understand how business works. I brought you here so that you can see where when we pay for your school fees, when we take you on holiday, where the money comes from. And that takes me now to point number two. Uh, Something that a lot of parents need to instill in in the children in 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 their kids is um you know this this problem when it comes to millennials the problem of self entitlement we always feel we are entitled to certain things we are always entitled to our parents money we are always entitled to our parents doing favors for us which is wrong which is not correct and one of the things that really, really helped me was, you know, working in the family business and being there every day and, you know, seeing how really hardworking my parents are, you know, how they, strive, they struggle and strive to make ends meet and to make sure that their kids, that is me and my siblings, have the best, like the best life in place and the, they're able to provide for us, like, the best opportunities that they didn't have uh, when they were young, you know, it removes this sense of entitlement because now you go with them to work, you actually see what they do and the kind of thing, like, the, the kind of effort that they put in. And it's not really easy. Now, for most people who maybe their parents are in employment, it might be quite difficult because unless your kid comes with you to work or you find some other way to remove that sense that belief or that sense of uh self-entitlement it can become quite tricky but if your parents or if you're in if you're in business taking your like taking your kid with you and showing them like this is what i do and showing them like explain to them you know the process of how you got started and every single bits and part because it's not really that easy because You know, sometimes we see that our parents are doing this kind of business, this kind of business, but we never really tend to ask them how how did they get started. We never tend to ask them. And some of our parents never tend to talk to us about uh, their experience when they were starting out, some of the challenges they, they faced and how much effort they put into that. So we never get to see that. And most kids get only to see the fruits of their labor. But, you know, having your kid involved in in your business and taking them through your journey and your whole process and the, the number of challenges you faced removes that sense of entitlement. Because for me, it was more of when I was in high school, I could, you know, go to my mom or my dad and ask for pocket money, some allowance here and there money to go to some concert or to buy some shoes and it was pretty much handed to me and you know always like every time you ask for something and it's given to you you form that sense of entitlement like you should you should always give me what i want when i ask you for something give it to me because now you've made me used to getting what i want but now working with them and um seeing what they do, remove that sense of entitlement. Now, what really happened was, since I was really, um, uh, let me say, hungry to earn more money, I what I did was I took two other jobs. So, basically, I had three jobs. Now, this is in December of 2014. Now, the second job was a job where a friend of mine knew someone who owned a language center, a language instruction center or a language school, whatever you want to call it. And he talked to her and he's like, I know a guy who is really good in German. And pretty much he, he linked me up with a job. I went there for the interview, got the job. And I also got the job at uh, another university, Kisi University. So like a junior Uh, junior, I can't call myself a professor, but like a junior language uh, instructor. So I used to teach German in like two institutions, but at the same time working in the family business, like three jobs. And I had to learn how to plan my time to, you know, When am I attending to the family business? When am I attending to the other two jobs and set clear boundaries and always be there on time? I've always availed myself. So it's something that I instilled in myself quite young. And it would have never happened if my parents would have never talked to me and told me, you know, we're not giving you any more allowance. We want you to work. It's either you work with us Or you can either stay at home, but we're not giving you any allowance. You can go and stay with your friends, well and good, but don't ask for money. And me going to work and after the first month of working, you know, it instilled instilled in me that sense of I can do more. Like I can do more. I can, you know, what can I do? Like I'm just after high school, like what kind of skills do I have? Ah, I know how to speak a foreign language. I can do that quite easily. I'm good in maths. I can work in the family business, do a bit of calculations here and there, some inventory checking and all that. So I, it came from what can I do? And just to give you guys like, a, my persp- like the perspective on how deeply this impacted me was immediately after that, January, I joined. Um, I joined Strathmore University, that's in Nairobi, to do some accounting something I never really liked, to, quite to be honest. Um, I don't really uh, like an accounting. But then again, when I moved there, I think I stayed for right uh, something under a year before now, moving to Germany. And one of the main reasons I moved to Germany was because of that, you know, being independent and me discovering myself and growing from that. Because it's one of the best opportunities like, I've ever had from the perspective of, you know, it's not all bed and roses when you're abroad and all that, but from the perspective of, I became independent really, really quickly. And you can see all of this stemmed from working in the family business and being told, like, you're a grown up, you're an individual, work for your own money. And that's what prompted me to be self-independent really quickly, make decisions like on the path I want to take in my life, you know, moving abroad and coming here and working, being independent, and then now coming up with ideas on what what can I do next? What can I do next? How can I improve myself? Getting out of my comfort zone. Now, the third thing that I would say like was really important, uh, working in a family business, something that I really learned was keeping things very professional. By keeping things professional, I mean, like, when it comes to business, it's business. There's no, like, friends or family when it comes to business. And uh, we had that, like, we had that outlined really well, whereby at work, my father or my mother would not see me as their son, rather as their employee. I work there and they would treat me as such. And not like treat me as, you know, yeah, my son. No, 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 no. Like there was that clear, clear, very, very clear boundary. And it's all about, you know, keeping things professional because a lot of mistakes that a lot of businesses make or a lot of uh, people who go into business make is bringing friendship and uh, external relationships that have nothing to do with the business, bringing it on board together with the emotions and not really understanding like the the line the boundary that's in between like this is business but then this is us like the business is a very simple entity it's a different world when it comes to business you're my partner or you're my employee or you're my employer or you know you're my investor like we keep they're keeping things very professional But then outside of that, you know, then this is us, we are friends, we are family, we are et cetera, et cetera, you know, like that's one thing I really had to learn. And one thing that I've always implemented, even now when it comes to business, like when it comes to anything that involves safety, you know, keeping those close relationships at a boundary, one very, very important lesson. And it's one thing that I wish in Kenya will really, really embrace working in a, family business. Now, if you own a business, you know, working in such an environment and creating such an environment for your kids to experience and work from, because it changes their mindset. If they were in, in the mindset of, you know, take, 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 like they take just from their parents, but then they don't give anything in return because they don't know how, or they see themselves as kids. Having them being there and sometimes not even necessarily working, just even them being there and looking at, you know, spending a day or two looking at how you work, you know, makes them really appreciate. So, guys, those are, those are the three things that I learned working, for, working in a family business. And one of the things, like, the things that I wanted to share with you guys, and hopefully it becomes informative to you guys. And also, if you have any questions, make sure to send me an email. at Group dot net now the next podcast episode will be episode 40 we'll be reaching our 40 episode miles so now i would like to thank you guys for the support for those who always tune in every single time the sift podcast is online and also for those of for those of you who share our content for those of you who reach out who have been very very supportive thank you very 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 much from the deep of my heart you know it's I can only work when you guys are there, when you guys show support, because it's a community. I cannot speak to myself. I can only speak to you guys and, you know, build that community and all that. So thank you for that. Remember, guys, it's always process over outcome. And that's what we do at the SIFT podcast and at SIFT Group X. So see you on the next podcast episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember, guys, it's process over outcome.